Hey guys, this is Rough Stuff Podcast number nine. I'm Garrett, Rough Stuff CEO. I got Zach, the president here. Hey. And I got Morgan, uh, who's part of sales and head of sponsorship program. Howdy. And Mr. Daniel Vance, our lead welder. What's up? How are you doing? Cool. Well, this podcast, we're going to talk about King of the Hammers. We just got back. And um, Zach, why don't you tell us the, what it is and like and what we're doing at Hammers, rough, what Rough Stuff does at Hammers. So if for some reason you're not familiar with it, uh, King of the Hammers is definitely the hardest American off-road race. Um, it is a mix of high-speed desert and extreme rock crawling all in one go. Was it like 250 miles this year, somewhere around there? It's pretty mm-hmm. long. Pretty long laps this pretty year. Pretty long course, yeah. Three laps? And three laps, yeah, something like that. And so what we do at Rough Stuff is we come out there and we provide the Rough Stuff Open Pit, which is where anybody in need, racers, spectators, rangers, staff, whatever, need any kind of help, uh, we provide 100% free welding support and repair of uh, all kinds of varieties. Lots of different fixes out there. And what this was this was our 10th year, right? Yeah, it was our 10th year. So it was our what, 11th year of going and our 10th year of running the Rough Stuff Open Pit. And uh, it's actually correspond with our 14th anniversary of being in business as well. It's a pretty cool year. Hell yeah. Well, um, as far as going down there, we it takes a lot of preparation, right? So I know Dan, Daniel, you did you did all the prep for welding, right? Yes. So what would that how like what took place there? Tore everything apart from last year. Uh, how long? Like how long? When did you start? I started two weeks before, okay. <laughs> and in between, in between, doing side projects and that, it was about two weeks straight and getting a lot of last minute help, getting it all together. A lot of preparation on the Lincoln generators, the LN twenty fives, getting all of our tools from Dewalt, getting all those organized, uh, setting up with Megan at IMS for all the metal. Um, Getting fire extinguishers, getting the trailers prepped, adding new things to the trailers, new tools, uh, new tires on trucks and trailers. Milestar. It was a. What, it was what, quite a bit. What uh, Dewalt send us? I saw like a few things, but obviously like impacts and like some drills. But what else did they get us? They sent us four four and a half inch grinders, two six inch grinders. Um, what is it? Two cordless drills. Four half inch impacts, one of them that is Bluetooth that Caleb likes to turn off on you while you're trying to how's use the, it. How's the Bluetooth work? Uh, sets up onto his phone on an app from DeWalt. And oh, it's like a theft thing, right? Yeah. So if you walk 20 feet away from it with your phone, you can't use it. <laughs> so if you're 20 feet away, it'll shut off automatically if you do the settings. Or you could be in the middle of torquing down something and Caleb will just turn it off. <laughs> so. Um, and they sent us a lot of abrasives. Uh, I think they sent us like 40 something flap wheels and 20, 30 flat or cutoff wheels and used the heck out of all of them. They're pretty scattered all over the place. A lot of worn out ones. And yeah. I mean, personally, I was really stoked on the DeWalt hardware this year. Uh, we smoked several Harbor Freight grinders, which is what they're good for. You know, they're like Dixie cups. You use them and throw them away. Uh, but the DeWalt stuff, I had no problems all all week long, you know, all day, every day using the using the wheels and uh, and the grinders. So I had a good experience with those things, and I use all DeWalt stuff at home. So yeah, yeah. it was definitely uh, 
definitely a lifesaver and something we didn't have to worry about down there. Um, also, everything from Lincoln Electric, everybody got to use uh, their new, their brand new Viking helmets that are pretty sweet. Pretty Some badass, people, huh? They're pretty awesome. I like the grind mode on the side. It's pretty nice. Yeah, and I think this year, as far as the efficiency of the LNs, we know the, the prep paid off. Uh, you know, there's just everything. The generators ran smooth. The wire boxes didn't give us any issues. Like the, I think this was our most efficient year, and uh, just very little problems. And that's why it felt that was it blew by so quickly. It, you know, to me at least, it felt like we unloaded Sunday night, and the next day we packed up and left, and it was already Friday. Because I mean, the fixes, you know, going hard all day long, uh, and just you know working like that just makes the time go by really quickly so what was the the, so you guys drove down did you guys have repairs the first day or yeah left left a little late out of here wait you know dan dan (laughs) who's usually early is actually the one who who missed his alarm and fell asleep this year um morgan who's normally late was actually early so yeah that was pretty great (laughs) you're driving all the way from like galt though normally right yeah i was coming up from galt to loomis like 56 miles and the funny thing is on the way up there is a broken pallet in the middle of the road so i got you know chp traffic brake. so he swayed all over the freeway and slowed everybody down and i'm like man i'm gonna be late again this year better call zach but i still was on time so dude last year i forgot my sleeping bag oh well, yeah well luckily, yeah, like I, right. I, I, I lived close <laughs> enough where we just went, just went home and got Jet it home, yeah. yeah so um yeah as far as getting down there so you guys left at like what four or five a.m like normal from loomis i think we did yeah we yeah. left about 5 a.m this year and got you know smooth yeah. down there i slept the whole ride so yeah, it was, was a smooth haul everything went really well um Trailer, trucks trailers did great, great trucks did yeah, great no yeah. issue on trailer everything uh kind of going back to like good prep you know even getting the trailers loaded up right really made a huge difference not having a single issue the whole way which is pretty sweet that's dope yeah and then what time did you guys get there it had to be about four thirty-five in the afternoon yeah. somewhere in there yeah just late enough for the wind to start kicking up as we were setting up and got all the trailers situated which was uh you know it's hey, it's always a <laughs> it's, it's always, always its own got little its, project exactly it's always its own little things which is a little more difficult this year but got it all done got all the easy up set up just enough for just in time for the 60 mile an hour winds to come through and force us to set it take it all down again i heard you guys morning, but I heard they like they got busted up pretty good yeah like we had them yeah, all we, staked down a big 10 by 20 easy up got nice and folded and that's that yeah. takes some force to do that you said there was people attached to it back right yeah wasn't there was it you and uh, me and owen you and owen yeah <laughs> got lifted off the ground we were trying to wind. we were trying to put it <laughs> I mean, down that's amazing. After this, yeah that's what stakes in i mean the wind was crazy and so we got there we got all our easy ups kind of started getting in place getting dialed in just started driving you know the stakes into the ground which is a huge pain in the ass because it's pretty hard hard pack out there and uh yeah then the winds come and literally start picking our guys up off the ground which is pretty wild probably the windiest we've ever been uh ever had to deal with at least at least myself yeah we never we've never had any destroyed easy ups yet no yeah it was like two or three brackets on them broken off of like the actual main supports and stuff i mean they were falling apart the guys at uh the gambler 500 they got really tore up though their booth was completely shredded into pieces i think it broke four or five feet off our easy up yeah it did. all of them were cracked yeah, and the leg completely blew apart yeah it was it was a mess wow i was laying in bed watching prp's tent get destroyed <laughs> and watching all their stuff fly out of their tent it was pretty crazy 
Yeah, that uh, wind was just unbelievable, man. And we thought it was going to be a the whole. You know, last year we had some pretty decent wind and chills all week long, and I was like, all right, here we go again. We're going to have this all week long. It's nearly impossible to weld in that stuff without help holding the uh, welding blanket or whatnot to, see, to shield the gas. But it actually turned out to be a pretty. You know, there's a couple windy days and whatnot, but nothing like last year. And had some great weather. And you know, obviously towards the end of the week it started warming up. And yeah, I had you know. Nothing, to, nothing bad to say about the weather this year. We weren't working on a uh, big puddle in the middle of our work area like last year. Yeah. Hey, that was pretty nice to throw hot metal in, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we normally have people waiting for us when we get down there. Was that was that the case this year, too? or We had long? people, no vehicles were in our area waiting for us when we got there, but we had people who were like, oh, glad you're here. I'll see you guys in the morning. You know, we, nice. they, we were anticipated. Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, they were looking forward to seeing us. I know years in the past, there's like just... Sometimes there's just like a vehicle parked in our booth that has like a, like last year, I think there was Cardboard a sign, sign or two years yeah. there was a sign on it saying, you know, yeah, it's broken, my, can you fix me? <laughs> my first year we showed up and there's this, uh, he's actually local to us. I've seen him here in our, in our office and did, uh, they show up, it's this, you know, pretty built YJ buggy and, uh, ripped the upper link bracket off of the axle. So the third link, you know, was just torn off. The axle had twisted and, uh, I can't remember if the pinion was either pointed at the ground or at the engine, but it was not going the right way. And uh, <laughs> that was actually my first fix down at KOH three or four years ago. I lose track, but he's actually, I still see him. He's still rocking our fix from three or four years ago on his rig. You know, most people we fix, they'll go cut it off. But a lot of the stuff we do on there is, is meant to, to go back out and no. beat it again. Yeah. Serious fixes. I was yeah. going to say, I feel like that's a pretty common theme. Like people come back, oh, I'm still running the fix from last year. And it's like, we, you weren't yeah. supposed to do that. Yeah. But <laughs> you see a guy like two a or three times, he pretty much rebuilt his entire link system. You know, that's happened a couple of times. You're like, oh, that's from four years ago. This is from two years ago. And now I've destroyed all this and I need complete help. There was a, <laughs> there was a forerunner, Morgan welded the front hanger on how many yeah. times? Yeah. Uh, Typical Toyota fix that I see down there, at least on a couple rigs, and I see the same thing happen every year. So if you're at home and you're building a Toyota, make sure to gusset and plate this area extra, is the frame likes to crack almost all the way around, right where the spring hanger and steering box uh, meet. You know, obviously they're not connected, but that frame rail that is right between them will tend to rip off because you've just got forces pulling the frame each way. And that's something I fix every single year. Uh, and there, yeah, the one Daniel's mentioning was I, I fixed it with uh, a couple years ago, fixed this one guy's forerunner. He's actually from up here in the Forest Hill area, I think. And uh, I said, all right, you know, it's plated. It'll get you through the week. Uh, go ahead and, you know, cut it all off and, you know, get, get a, you know, get some good, better plate work. That's more professional when you get home, you know, and he shows up next year, he'd cracked off the other side and, uh, <laughs> and the, the side that I had fixed was still there. And I was like, dude, I told you to, he's like, no, it's fine. You know, I'm still running it and it hasn't cracked anymore. So you played it from like, uh, like from the front of the frame to the back of the steering box, I guess, like the, uh, obviously plating the frame. I, you know, personally, I'd like, I, overkill everything so you want to do like the whole front frame roll all the way back to at least the the cab mount by your by your pedals but uh you know mainly just gussets on the spring hangers as well uh there's a lot of twisting mm -hmm. going up there yeah yeah so i've this year you know it's tough to get in there because it's a body mount right there too so it's cleaning up the metal as best you can yeah, you're and tucked then, up in that thing. Yeah, and then uh, power steering leaks. Well, yeah, that that too. You got to fight cleaning that metal off, and then you know welding the crack on the frame and drilling holes in it as best you can. But then just throwing gusset after gusset at it to make sure, and kind of reading, 
the metal, it's like, all right, which way is this tearing and where do I need to put the gusset to stop that? So, so on the first day, it wasn't like super busy. Did you guys get to go out and play or anything that night or was it just like too cold and sucked? Oh, I actually, so the backstory is I, you know, I had the uh, fractured heel from a skiing accident three weeks prior to this. And I was like, no, I still have to go to hammer. So I'm walking around on the balls of my feet all day. And then I actually didn't go out. Uh, I went out with a couple of buddies to backdoor one night, but um, everybody else got to take the razor. I didn't even do anything with the razor this year. I kind of took it easy and drank beer at camp most evenings. But, you know, these, you know, Daniel's probably got some adventures with uh, Mike Greco. Oh, yeah. We uh, did quite a few trips. <laughs> Experienced a lot of, a lot of Johnson Valley. It made it all better once I had all my buddies out there. They were all in their razors. My buddy, my two buddies, Cody and Cody and AJ. Um, we went, Zach found a residential place. We came pretty close to the residential place, found a gun range, went on the backside of some mountain that we started going and going. Next thing you know, we're like, okay, we really need to turn back. Yeah. Couldn't find our tracks and just kept going. Then somehow ended up a chocolate thunder on the backside. Everybody partying, almost got hit by a rig. That was fun. I was cleaning out my garage this last weekend, and I thought my GPS was either stolen or lost, and I found it. So I think we should put that on the razor. Oh, your old Lorance one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing was awesome. Yeah. That's got some good trips in it, too. Well, it saved my butt at Hammers, because, like, especially when, like, it's nighttime, there's not a lot of people driving around, you can't see where you came back from. It, you know, has, like, that little, that trail. It keeps track of, like, where you went. Yeah. It'll literally, like, save your life. Yep. Yeah, that's like one of the good and the bad parts being out there wheeling around, especially in something like a side by side where you cover a lot of distances. You know, you can hit, you know, one mountain range and all of a sudden you turn around, there's no lights and you're by yourself. And that, you can't right. tell which way, you know, you but, get turned around real quick. Dude, even in my Toyota, it was like that, like where you just be cruising along in like a slow, <laughs> not very fast, like 10, 20 miles an hour. And you're just cruising, exploring at night because nighttime is when we get to go play out there and you pretty much get lost. But so the first night, um, did you, did you guys go, out, go play out with the razor? Or anything? No, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so at all. I think first I night. Oh, you did? You yeah. I took the razor out every night, but one <laughs> night Mike and I did. That was probably the night I took it out. Uh, no, you took it out almost. As, is that when the belt was, blew? Cause you guys blew up the belt, right? Oh, I did not blow up, but I was not a part of that. <laughs> I'm proud to say that it didn't blow up on no, me. Oh yeah. Wolf blew a belt. Uh, taking Michael out, and that was like oh, no, right outside was, of the gates. It was, yeah, Wasn't it was it? right. I mean, it, it was a like, hundred feet from our camp. Yeah, and he sheared that thing apart. Yeah, check engine light went on, bang, popped. Yeah, no, first night I pretty much just stayed inside the trailer. I, out of all the years I've been down there, I think it's most I've stayed in the trailer. I mean, it was windy. It's cold. I, I hate cold, cold windy. Like I'll stay inside all week. Oh yeah, that's right. Mike and I did go out, and we couldn't see anything at all. Like, we were going, we had all the light bars on, nothing. Couldn't see a thing outside of that, outside of our helmets. We ended up going, like, 5, 10 miles an hour all the way back from Chocolate Thunder. It was pretty crazy. And the nicest thing about that Razor is our rugged radio air cleaner thing, whatever. It's spectacular, man. That's so badass. Yeah, and we are just sitting there talking, like, thinking that we had that. But it was, uh, other than that. It was pretty bad. We were going like five miles an hour. We were cruising. Oh, yeah. That was the night Caleb got caught in the pits with his 110. And we're oh, like, oh, yeah. you don't have a pit pass. You can't be in here. <laughs> Had to circle yeah, all the way like through that. there. Yeah. I guess. They've gotten pretty strict over the few years because, yeah, just everybody going pretty in there. Pretty loosey-goosey out yeah. there. So, would you, so day one, pretty straightforward. Day two, 
You know, actually a lot, a lot busier than I anticipated just because this year they changed up the schedule. A lot of what we used, you know, I'm used to doing down there is helping the UTV guys pass tech. And that's, that's building bumpers that stretch X amount of inches past the tires and are, uh, you know, a certain amount of inches wide. I don't know. I don't know the rules, but they tell me when they bring the razor in or whatnot. Um, so yeah, you know, we, they put the race on Sunday for the UTV. So we were a little scared that we were going to be really slow, not seeing those guys. Uh, cause they were all headed out on Sunday as we were coming in. It happened last year. I think too. I think we thought, mm-hmm. I think we thought the same thing, honestly, but it was yeah. just, it was... yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, there was, you know, we were a little worried about that, but no, like I said before, we didn't skip a beat. It was just, you know, rigs coming in and out sometimes lined up down the road a little bit, just like waiting yeah. to get in. And, and, uh, and because we had, we didn't bring down as many people this year as we had in the past uh, as far as hands on deck and doing all that fab work it was just four guys all the time on um, you'd you'd kind of start one job and Dan would bring you two others that you'd kind of try and you know not get frustrated and handle these two little ones real quick like a tack here and a, a gusset there just to get those guys out of your hair so you can finish the plating frame you need to do like you're, you're always multitasking and doing three or four jobs at once yeah, or at least that's that's how this week ran for us. Yeah, I don't remember what job it was. Dan came up, hey, can you tack this real quick? Dude hands me this thing, and it took like over an hour to do, and it was like, yeah, Dan. So I just stopped the project to do a one-minute tack. <laughs> can you do this real quick? Real yeah. quick, yeah. Hey, hey, real quick. Hey, that's just that's what we get uh, with just fabrication work. Everybody's like, oh, it's just a real quick job. Yeah. 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 Dude, the metal's not even prepped. Come on. Yeah. So day <laughs> two was clear. Monday. Yeah, so, that, so you guys were pretty – Pretty slammed, it sounds like, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely coming in big waves, too, it seemed like. It seemed like we get a little dead moment, well, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, here's 10 cars in one go. You know? The other thing that happened on the first night stay, I can't remember, it was the first night stay in there, the second one. Uh, so we're kind of at the, uh, if, you know, people who have seen our pit down there will know, but in Hammertown, we're kind of at the end of a T intersection, so to speak. Uh, we're right between PSC, which have been great neighbors to us down in Hammertown for the last couple of years, uh, and Fox another fox so um you know the security guy or security guard down there in the little three-wheeled cart was taking the <laughs> oh, taking yeah. the right turn right by us and all of a sudden the wheel just breaks and stuffs <laughs> into the fender and the thing just won't go anywhere and the belt's just screeching and basically whatever radius rods or whatever they're set up on had sheared uh and just gave this thing an insane amount of uh negative camber and just shoved the wheel into the cvt pulley uh, and that thing was just going nowhere. And that's fine. Yeah, so that was we, actually the first one lined up for the next morning. That's because, yeah, basically, yeah. they're over there looking at this thing, and they're just paid by the hour just there to make sure people don't steal stuff. And they're not, they don't have any experience in the off-road anything. You know, they're looking at this like, dude, this cart's made for the mall parking lot. I don't know what we're doing with it out here. And <laughs> I'm just over there, and, you know, we'd had a couple beers. I was like, yeah, just pull it over our pit, and or we'll push it across. And we basically push it across the street, and we left it there overnight. And, you know, that was my first fix the next morning. Well, uh, basically made a radius rod for it and sleeved it and put it all back together. And it's it's ready for the mall parking lots that cruised around for the rest of the week. So I got it running and, yeah, they were they were stoked. That's awesome. Yeah. First fix, golf cart. Yep. You know, I always see down there is um is the Ford, uh, those Ford uh, knuckles. knuckles. Yeah, did you guys? Yeah, Daniel, yeah. Daniel used a stick welder and, and yeah, stuck a couple knuckles together for sure. I think Greco did a knuckle no, too. No, Mike did. Yeah, Mike went crazy. Did he do both of them or did he not do any this year? Uh, Five, six I think passes I did, on that thing. I did one, I think. Dude, I'm not going to lie. KOH was the biggest blur 
with how fast it went. It's that, I'm trying to rem- I'm, I'm trying to remember fixes and I can't remember much. It was, off that, top it my was head. that fast. You're just moving and and welding the next thing and welding the next thing and welding the next thing. All of a sudden, you you don't even know what you did for the last hour. It's just yeah. been an hour. Uh, it was more like we wake up, go out there, turn the generators on, film with fuel, and next thing you know, Owen's trying to feed us food, telling well, him, like, hey, we leave us alone, <laughs> like, trying to get something done. Did the guy from Logan, he just come by with that roll cage you guys fixed <laughs> and, that last year? <laughs> no, that dude's so funny. Uh, Tyson? No, it wasn't Tyson. No, it's a... Uh, can't remember. Nah, I remember his name. Super yeah. funny guy with, nice the, guy with the Yamaha. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that was a nightmare last year. That was such a crazy fix. Yeah. Had all those pre-bends, thank the Lord. Yeah, those, yeah. Have been, those have been great. And then I know Caleb did a pretty decent job uh, doing a similar cage repair yep, on, on, a, on a race car. Oh, yeah. Follows him on Instagram. He was like, holy crap, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep, sleeved it. it. Yeah, very nice work. And, yeah, Caleb, this is Caleb's first year. He is here today with us on the podcast, but his first year, and he absolutely killed it. So, just killed yeah, it, just, man. you know, didn't skip a beat, knows how to fabricate, went right to it, and just put out some amazing work down He's on the like, lake bed. It's, it's really cool to see some of these rigs come in and I'm not trying to trash talk anybody's anybody's work, but Caleb's putting out work down there that looks better than shop quality. And it's being yeah. done on the lake bed with a generator. Well, and that WJ with the, with our nine inch housings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was his first fix. I think that, that, that upper was, three yeah. link mount. Yeah, it took that like half, a, half a day and he, he I mean, God, worked you, out. You would think he's in a real shop doing that. I mean, it was such clean fab work. Oh it was, yeah. It was the rear four link. Yep. It was triangulation four link that just ripped Pulled that bracket. I think the whole out. belly pan or something ripped out of the frame. No, it was, it was only the top bracket, but it ripped the bracket so bad. He couldn't reuse it and you couldn't get a welder up in there. So he had to make a new plate and it was a nightmare i think it took him like six hours yeah. to even completely rebuilt that thing yeah to get the geometry back to what it was supposed to be so it didn't rip off again or i think yeah i actually cool i think vehicle. he fixed i think he actually fixed the geometry so it wouldn't rip off he was taking <laughs> measurement like yeah the kid's that smart to do it in the wake bed and how didn't he just turn like 20 or something yeah, Today's he's not, his he's birthday. Not, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not even able. Yeah, he's, Happy he's 20 today. He wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. still not able to drink. <laughs> <laughs> so. Monday, Tuesday comes along, same thing, just blur. Yep. Fixes, uh, yeah. pump fixes. Yeah, I think busted out the stick welder a few times. That's about it. Yeah. But it was like we we were knocking out jobs so fast that we didn't even have all four generators running all day. Did you guys get a count of how many vehicles we did? Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't counted up the waiver signed yet. No, we should have done that. I made so many guys resign after going in there four or five times. There was one team. There was one race team that was like, "Hey, we need this bracket. We need this bracket." Oh, uh, that's right. They kept bringing by templates. Did and, you, uh, um, oh, sorry. Uh, they just, that, this team Daniel's talking about. We saw them consistently throughout the week, and they needed this and that. And yeah, they had a brand new car. They were just. I think they got the brand new car a week before KOH. They're straight up not having a good time. There was like I, a post I saw on Instagram that was like, a, I think Zach posted it. It was like a sway bar and it was like, you know, I think someone did it and I think it was you, Morgan, that had to be like offset or jogged or it broke or whatever. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I, as soon as I saw that, I messaged Zach and I was like, hey, make sure he like, you know, puts a, a piece of flat bar on the top to, to make sure it doesn't bend side to side. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I, oh, I, yeah. On that. Yeah, it's an anti yeah. rock bar that this guy had it twisted and cracked basically yeah. down the majority of it and was about to tear off. So he brought the arm in and ended up uh, cleaning it up, giving it, giving the crack a bevel and welding it up and then actually using the, the vice and some, and some, and, uh, the vice, the plasma basically cut this nice overlay that went over the whole thing and, and bent it in the vice to go with, you know, the contour of this waiver arm and, mm-hmm. 
you know, I was, you know, came out nice and it ain't, ain't going anywhere. Yeah, in the past, I used to like take a piece of flat bar and put it on top of that arm to make it kind of like an I-beam or like a, just give it some lateral oh, support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would generally help it hold out. Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was a lot. That plasma cutter got used a lot more oh, this year yeah, than I think it did last year. I think we're adding more than we ever have, cutting out more brackets. We went through a lot of steel. Was was Amada there this year? Or no, Amada was not out. There. Oh, that's no. probably why we were doing yeah, a lot more. They were like laser yeah. cutting for us the last yeah, two years. Yeah, past two years with the laser support was pretty spectacular. But you know, we made it work with what we got. And, yeah, and uh, we still had, you know, we still brought gussets and stuff back. You know, I, it's funny because uh, I pack all of the the parts we bring as far as the gussets we pull off the shelves. You know, various rod ends and tube adapters and misalignments and whatnot. And no matter what I pack, it's not enough. You know, we can't bring yeah. the whole warehouse with us, but this year I, I went a little overkill on the gussets and they paid off. It was like, I need something for this. Here's a 90 degree gusset. And it's a, and it allowed us to turn out the jobs a little bit quicker. Certain ones, you know, where we didn't have to make some intricate piece with the plasma. When did the wind die down? Was it, uh, when it wasn't windy all week, right? No, or was it just- you know, on, on Monday we did have some wind, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I think the by, worst lunch, of it by lunchtime one day it died down. Yeah, sure. the yeah. worst was definitely within the first three hours of us being there. Pretty much sun, as soon as the sun went down, it just oh, it started getting gnarly. I mean, it was bad. And well, then, uh, not bad. Yeah, little little spurts of wind here and there, um, little spurts of cold, then actually started getting warmer by the end of the week. Yeah, nobody liked me. I got me. pretty sunburned, actually. I yeah. got really burned. Yeah, yeah it was, was pretty funny. My Greco is orange. We take you in his tongue. Yeah, it, it did. He looked like he got a spray tan. It was hilarious. <laughs> he was all sweaty, greasy, but orange at the same time. So, yeah, it was good look for him. What so, was it? Thursday it was started getting hotter and oh, it was terrible. It was getting hot, and I was like, "Man, I can't wait for the wind come back." And everyone yelled at me, and then it came back, <laughs> and I was pretty happy. <laughs> who was the crew this year? Like, it, who went down? It was Morgan. Mike Greco, Caleb, and me. And, and then, yeah, as far as the welders, and then we had uh, Zach, Dan, and then Owen, uh, your father was our cook. Yep, and then Greco Greco works for uh, Rock, Rock and Road Performance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he was on, like, the, Greg, I think, third podcast or something like that. Yeah. It's always nice to have Mike down there. You know, he's, he's one of the boys, one of our guys, even though he just works 100 yards away. And he's yeah. still up in our shop for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Every day comes team up. Every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah, very lucky to be able to bring down such a kick-ass uh, team of dudes that are, you know, they know the shit. You guys, it's all dudes. And Yeah, and this year, really, this, the, the camaraderie was just, we had a fucking awesome team. Yeah. It was uh, absolutely fantastic. Everybody worked well together. There was no fighting over tools, you know, as uh, nobody likes fighting over tools. It sounds childish, but, like, down on the lake bed, it's when you're, you're, fighting, when you're, fighting, tools. When yeah. you're fighting over the one good Harbor Freight grinder that you just used <laughs> and you sit down for 30 seconds while you go to fit your gusset you just cut and you need to trim a little bit more and you turn around and that sucker's gone and your buddy's already got a wire wheel on it you know 20 feet away and you're like alright well I'll just wait but this year no we, we were set yeah, yeah stress can magnify down there huh because yeah. it's just oh, like yeah. everyone's tired everyone's been working their butt off it's yeah, windy I feel like it starts multiplying too especially later in the week you know, little things become bigger issues faster and faster. But this year, man, with the kick-ass attitudes and, you know, just good, humble crew, I feel like we didn't have 90% of the little issues and bickering that we normally have, you know. The other stress that's a little added that, you know, really thinks about is just the fact that, you know, we're right there in Hammertown. We're a couple doors down from King. We're a couple doors down from STHQ. You know, this is like the touristy area where people are just walking through the vendors and whatnot, and we'll get a crowd because people are just walking or walking by and, We'll stop and drink their beer and watch us work, as well as the, 
you know, the guy whose rig we're working on and his seven buddies that are waiting for it to get fixed. And like, you got this whole crowd of people. They're getting hammered drunk by yeah. them, you know? And they're, they're, they're everybody's like got three hours. They're like 10 chrome sodas deep. And <laughs> everybody's oh. got, everybody's got an opinion, of course, on how you should be doing it. And then you got the, the three other guys that are chapping you on the shoulder. Say, Hey man, I, I got this thing really fit, you know, real quick. And it's like, all right, man, what you got? But I've, I've got a line, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a couple times we, I mean, I think that had to be close to like 50, 60 people crowded up just watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple times where I was like, wow, this is like we got a TV set going right now. Well, Dan, special. Dan was actually a part of a short documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, a little bit of that. inside joke. Tell me about that. What was that? Hey, what, was, what, what is it about? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> they're all really short. So, yeah. So so Dan, I'm I'm peeking over. I'm looking because some dude has a video camera right on Dan's face. Just <laughs> I just didn't expect that. We're sitting there looking at him. Dan's laughing and he's doing everything he can to hold as much back as he can. And he walks up to me. He goes, "You're never gonna believe what just happened." These fi- people under five four are just like. I got a short documentary I'm doing. Would you like to be a part of it? And that's all he could think of was their size. And it was the funniest thing in the world to him. It was like and he just, <laughs> seven or eight people, just a hair over five foot tall, hey, hey, doing Dan, a short that, documentary. That's also a pun, Dan, yeah. in case you're listening. I was, I was just going to say, that is like a pun. He, and you always get him with like <laughs> oh, different he, puns, and he hates it. He hates and it. Now, hates now it. I think you've got him hooked on puns. Yeah, it's funny. He'll, well, it's funny because he hates him so much, and then he'll say something, and I'll point it out, and he just, he just hates what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right before he was going to bed, we got him all pissed off. I was like, hey, Dan, you want an orange to go or something? Oh, yeah. Well, some, no, some, <laughs> some guy, you know, we get all, all sorts of various tips down there, and uh, I think this year one oh, of that the, where that crate one of, of, oranges one of the gifts from? was yeah. a, a crate oh. of oranges, and uh, those were good. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> really uh, good oranges. Very good, you know, burst of energy and whatnot. And we use them, but uh, God, he was just he had had enough of one day, and he was going to bed super. Early. I think it was, it was like, our it, last day. It might have been our uh, la- yeah, actually, it was it our been. last day. Yeah, last night down there, and uh, he's about ready to go to bed, and I like stopped and like, hey Dan, he goes what. Like, aren't you glad you aren't going to hear any more puns from me tonight? It's just like, you know, the boxes right there. Slams trailer door in your yeah. face. It's like, hey, shut the hell up. And then I went in right behind Morgan. Morgan told me what to say because I can't think of puns. So And, and he the funniest part is, all pissed. well, you just got all choked. The funniest part was Dan goes in there with this joke that I just told him to get, you know, uh, Dan, Dan Fredrickson one more time. And... Uh, <laughs> So he's cracking up at what just happened, so he can't even say it straight. And he based, as far as what Mr. Fredrickson heard, Dan Vance just walks in there and goes, uh, Orange! And like, spins <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, he told me, yeah, he, he was pretty upset with me. He wanted me the heck out of that trailer. He didn't want to see me the rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> A little of an inside joke. Dan's funny. He hates, like, so he, he thinks pranks are, like, hilarious, but unless they're done to him. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, he yeah, gets he's so really not into that. Yeah. So if you got any good zingers for Dan when you see him, go hit him up with that. Yeah. Hey, he loves puns. Tell him yeah. some puns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell him Morgan sent you. What was so anyway, the, I, think, I think Dan's favorite part of the whole trip is his free hot dog day. That's what I was going to ask you. Was when when say, was the hot dog day? So hot, that was Wednesday. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and Dan's just trying to put a hot dog in every hand that walks by. You, know, you look hungry. Oh, he's yeah. yelling at people 100 feet away. Take There's probably, people right? that don't even speak English, and he's yelling at them, and they're looking at him like he's crazy, shaking a hot dog at him. <laughs> but, what yeah, we, we killed probably 450, 500 hot dogs, hour and a half. Yeah, Just anybody yep. walking by. Yeah, there was some kid walking, or a kid with his mom, and it was, uh, it was in a stroller. 
and he hands a kid two hot dogs, thinking he's going to eat these two hot dogs. Maybe a year old. He's like, what? He's like, take a hot dog. You know what? Take two. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's always nice to be able to give back to an awesome off-road community we have. Free repairs, free hot yeah, dogs, just, whatever you can do, right? Just great, just great people. Did you know? guys do the rugged thing the same day, or is that yeah? Day? So that was the day we wrapped all our rugged gear. Um, for those who don't know, rugged radios uh, supplies us communications gear and a bunch of swag stuff like that. Keeps us in the loop out there for for, for both the warehouse here too. Yeah, you know, we use it. You know, we use those radios here around our complex as well as down in the lake bed. So yeah, we were very fortunate to be able to work with them and. Uh, yeah, so that was our rugged day. Yeah, ripping all the gear and so we just, you guys just, we just wear like t-shirts and stuff, or whatever, yeah. hats and all that stuff. Yeah, pretty sure I wore my beanie every night. Oh yeah, so that was pretty so nice because I always forget it. And thank God they sent us one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of a lot of good support this year from our sponsors. Um, you know, the big one definitely Lincoln Electric. They uh, they make it really possible for us to be able to do this with the Rangers and the uh, the LN boxes and everything else. Um, I mean, I'm sure you have something to say about that daniel you seem to be the biggest lincoln fan out of all of us yeah i mean i eat sleep drink all the whatever i just <clears throat> mickey really hooks it up yeah he's yeah, you've last few years you've <clears throat> you've just emailed them or called them right and talked to mickey and you pretty much managed yeah. that all by yourself the past couple of years right Dan. yeah the last two years um i met i met mickey at a, a weld expo um at or the as an uh, advanced motorsports yeah, welding seminar. The seminar. Yeah. yeah, it was a seminar and spent a lot of time talking to him when he took us out to the Punchbowl Social and we just I spent a lot of time talking to him and really got to know him and what they do for us is it just doesn't happen. Nobody yeah. else does what they do for us and we like to rep them as best we can. We got banners, stickers. They sent us 30 banners or whatever. We started giving them away and like there's yeah. so many and... They do a lot for all of our consumables, everything. Like, we didn't have a single piece of welding equipment out there that didn't have their name on it. So, it was it was a big deal. And a lot of people got to run all their machines and all yeah. that stuff. And next year, they're planning on bringing their film guys out and doing a big video. So, everyone should swing by next year and check it out. It's pretty badass because, you know, we don't get paid to do this by anybody. Uh, we actually pay quite a bit to go do all these crazy adventures and uh, be able to get support like that is pretty monumental because the equipment's top of the line. It kicks ass. You know, we we cool. would not be able to do it without it. Thoroughly like, plain and simple. Say it'd be so, I mean, it's expensive to go, like Zach said, but it's, it'd be, I mean, those generators are, how much are each six, stand? Around six grand. And then the LNs are? Probably around two. Yeah. And then all yeah. the wire consumables, yeah. the jackets, the $400 helmets, it yeah. just, it doesn't stop. And... I mean, not just because they help us out so much, but my personal opinion, they're the best company out there in the welding world, no. and they really hook it up. Did you tour the facility when you went to the? Oh yeah, I went, I went crazy there. That, I mean, that was pretty, the, pretty awesome. Huh? Pretty spectacular. Probably foaming at the mouth. Awesome. I can just picture it right now. I mean, Marissa really wants to have our wedding there. I won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, everyone gets a weld, and that's fine. She's probably gonna hear this too. That's fine. I'll tell her all about it. <laughs> so what was the? Uh, what was your craziest fix this year, Dan? Well, I didn't have anything like absolutely outrageous, you know. In the previous year, I think I think last year's crazy fix, I literally welded a leaf spring back together that was cracked in half, and that was got on a guy's trailer. He was trying to get home like an hour away, and uh, you know, put a solid bead on each side and then plated it, and it was like 
dude, sign that waiver. Good luck. Like, you know, it, it'll hold, but uh, <laughs> just, I wouldn't be, uh, that waiver. I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be bringing it back next year. Hey, I was, I was pretty proud. The last day, one of the last jobs, a guy, uh, I think his name's Lucas240 on Instagram. He's up from Washington. And he was like, I need these mains welded back together. Broke both his mains on his Toyota on 40s. And he told me they were all going up Soup Bowl that night with all of his buddies. He's the only one on Wee Springs. He went up Soup Bowl, I'm pretty sure. Wheeled Soup, the rest. Soup Bowl's at the Rubicon, Daniel. Oh, Soup Bowl. Yeah, back door. Sorry. <laughs> where were we at, Daniel? <laughs> so, where were we at for a whole week? Yeah, Soup Bowl ain't nothing compared to back door. But yeah, he went up back door with all of his buddies, and they did a bunch of other trails the rest of the weekend. And then his motorhome broke down on Tehachapi or somewhere down south, and he drove his Toyota all the way to Washington with welded leaf springs oh man <laughs> and made it home Damn, what a gangster that's gnarly <laughs> that was i was pretty impressed by that i was really glad to hear that worked <laughs> dang did you did you how do you weld them together did you actually did you use the torch and kind of anneal mm-hmm. anything or no honestly no he said make it work so i welded do you stick those or no i'm i just i just hardwired no it wasn't too hot honestly i just welded both sides all the way down the military wrap from the hanger all the way down to the center pin as much as I could. And he's like, I just want to go wheel and don't let it break. I was like, all right. Wait, where, where was do. the weld? It was on like, the, it he, bro- he broke his main leaf on both sides, right in front of his center pin in the front of, in the front of the Oh, rig. on both sides in front of the center pin. So, oh, so you had that one. I um, welded both sides all the way down. I didn't really give him time to cool. I know it's not right. Everyone's going to judge me on it. <laughs> but the dude drove all the way home. That's all I'm going to say. And then I think he bought a three-link kit the next day. As soon as he got home, he ordered us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, you know, a lot of these guys with their fixes too, it's like, yeah, it's all getting cut off when I get home anyway, <laughs> because I see all this, uh, all this awesome stuff happening and I need a three link now. And yeah. Or a turbo and LS. Yeah. And oh, that snowballs. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty surprising that that held up. It's crazy. I, I was amazed. I'm, I'm surprised he drove home too. That's actually super sketchy. Well, from everybody yeah, I've what ever. What happened to that motorhome? Uh, he blew a turbo. Home. I think it was a Ford, but you know, <laughs> if it was a Dodge, it would have been fine, but. You know, right? The transmission would have broke. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we're not getting it. And the body panels would have be gone too. Hey, <laughs> hey, take it easy. <laughs> hey, we've had a lot of dodges, man. But yeah, it was. I I mean, that was probably one of the most impressive ones I dealt with. Like I, I just happened to see that on Instagram after I started following him. I was like, wow, that is amazing. So. I, everybody I've ever heard from, they'll weld it on the trail with the stick welder with batteries. And then they're on their way out of the trail and they continue to break it. And then they got hose clamps and my world's held all the way up to Washington. Did you get to see, so you, so you went out like pretty much every night. Did you, did you go up and watch people wheel it? Like, like chocolate thunder and backdoor and stuff or. You, you know, know what? Last, this last year was the calmest year out of the three years I've been. It was pretty mellow. And then the very last night I decided not to go out. I that just that hung was out. the big night because that's yeah, when people were coming in. So this year, I think we did get close to the estimated sixty thousand or over over sixty thousand people down there. But like I said, because the UTVs were at the beginning of the race, you didn't see all those people at the lake bed at one time. You had a, probably a big crowd at the beginning of the week and then a big crowd at the end of that week. Uh, but mm-hmm. the middle calmed down because there just you know wasn't as much going on. So that's what I felt. And I saw the pictures from back door of the night. Uh, either Thursday or Friday night because I went the night before and it was, it was packed. It was, it, yeah, I think a uh, big Willie Jeep had a party down there or something. He had flamethrowers <laughs> flame off the back yeah. of this thing this year. That, that, that dude's really wild. cool. And uh, I, think I, heard, I think I heard Michael talking about that too. 
Yeah, that's marketing. Yeah, he was wild. Yeah, we're sitting on top of Chocolate Thunder, and next thing you know, you just see a f- two huge flames come out of these antennas. It's like, what the hell's going on? Hot as shit. Yeah, that was so hot. <laughs> big, hot, big flames. Yeah. Oh yeah, but um, no, I think I think a re- another reason why is because Katy Perry or uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper, whatever. Who? I think, was, I think it was a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band, but. Oh, I thought they, it was... They, they sounded legit. They sounded <laughs> legit. Like, I wasn't... Did you do karaoke this year? I didn't find the karaoke booth this year. Um, there wasn't too much partying going on in the pits or no, the not, vendor area. Not not as much. I mean, we, you know, Caleb and I had a couple nights walking around and chilling at the bonfire and checking out different rigs that were down there and yeah. saw bonfire a couple interesting things. This year, couple yeah. was, dude, really, I went one night and I went to go back a few other nights and it was pretty dead. And it was only like ten o'clock. That's because those racers got to get up early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's the guy. It's the guys outside of Hammertown that are partying until you know six, because uh-huh. yeah. they don't have to get up and fire up their buggy in the, at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt if people slept at Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> Woke up in the morning. Well, where the heck? I am saw a I? couple rigs take take a couple naps at Chocolate <laughs> Thunder. I tell you what. I saw some razors break some axle shafts. That was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they'll do that. Not a lot of people break the belt like within like hundred feet of the gate. It's pretty good. I, hey, man. I didn't drive it the night before. It's not my problem. <laughs> Still you, believe in that. Did you guys burn through a good amount of that steel, or how did that work out? I think we burned through more plate than anything. Yeah, plate and flat bar. Because we're using that, that plasma a lot more this year. Yeah. I think we definitely, you know, usually you're stack. you know, when we're stacking stuff up in the F-350 at the end of the week that we get from IS metal, IMS Metals, it's sagging the truck out because we're stacking what ends up being you know, four or five inches of plate of three eighths and whatever else. And this year, uh, we did not have that much to bring home because we cut it all up. We had a use for almost all of it. Wow. Yeah. I think yeah, we, we came back with one, two full sheets, a quarter inch. And that's about it, right? No, not much we else. came back with one full sheet, a quarter inch. Everything else was cut into. Wow. Does, uh, does Torch Paint still make that two by two little plasma? Have you guys, did you guys even, you haven't seen that? No? I don't think I've seen that one. They used to make a two by two. Just a little guy? Yeah, they had a, four, a two by four. Like we, you know, that. Uh, no, you had a four by four, didn't you? No, no, it was a two by four. Okay. But they, I think they even had a two by two for like garage, like, you know, the two by four. It was like, I think they were doing like build their series or whatever, but I'm yeah. pretty sure they, they did. Make little shock tabs and whatnot in your garage. Probably because it just didn't sell enough. But yeah. that'd be sick to get us, uh, someone to set us up with one of those for yeah. the like, bed. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> burned through a lot of seal out there. Pretty fortunate that we're able to work with uh, IMS Metals, you know, get hooked up on a lot of tube, a lot of seal, because like guys are saying, this year we were really using the heck out of it. And they deliver like, it to the lake bed for us. Yeah. Which uh, is like legit. I yeah, the dude's awesome, man. I, I can't remember the name. driver's name, but now he runs the whole company. He started out seven years ago there and started giving us steel five, six years he ago. He runs all the deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's, he's in charge of everything. That. And then he, they're like, he's the only one that knows how to do it. So he yeah. comes out and we fed him breakfast this year. Yeah. We made sure. <laughs> let him yeah. Have breakfast. And cool. Megan really hooked it up. Nope. Whatever we asked for besides driveline material. Apparently you can't find that on the West coast. <laughs> a little shortage right now. <laughs> a little yeah. shortage. So we did, we didn't have any driveline material or what? Oh, was the shaft we... master did great. Didn't you Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not as many drive shafts as last year because uh, we didn't have the material, but still made several and made them work. And you know, learned a lot about them last year, and I think I made some pretty sw- pretty sweet ones this year. And there was a couple of them that weren't even broken. Like, hey, I need this shortened six inches. Here are my measurements, and they're picking up a super straight drive line. You know, and the funny part, one of the guys, uh, one of the last ones I made, 
Uh, it's funny because, you know, the other, I'm going to sidetrack myself here a little bit, but, you know, I'm doing a job and they're like, oh, your welds are great. They're way better than mine. You know, how long have you been welding for rough stuff? And I'm like, dude, I answer phones. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like I'm, the, I'm on the other end of the phone line and the emails, but, you know, they I do all right in my garage. So they bring me down here because nobody gives a shit on the desert. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm proud of the work. But, yeah, a couple of the guys would come by and, you know, introducing yourself and knowing who they are. And it's like, oh, I've been talking to you for the last year while I build my Jeep. Every time I call, you answer the phone. So it's it's always kind of funny to put faces with names out there. That's what I miss about sales actually a lot is like being able to talk to the customer. I used to it really enjoy like you're kind of building people's rigs like vicariously. Oh, yeah. No, I do that yeah, every, every single day. And like where you get to like <laughs> save the money or try and like, no, you don't need that. You should do it this way. Or mm-hmm. it's, it's, And also, you know, diagnosing certain things that, you know, it's all just puzzles. You know, it's, it's, exactly, yeah, it's like, problem solving. yeah, it's like, Hey, I'm running this, this, and this, and I'm getting a ton of axle wrap. All right, well, here's what you need to do to change that and get rid of this and add this. And it's, yeah, it's less like sales and more like customer service and just like it building, is. whether you're selling them our stuff or someone else's product. And I, and I do that a lot too. And I think that, uh, just goes to show about the customer service we try to, to go for here at rough stuff is just like, Hey, I'm going to tell you what you need and what's probably or what's hopefully going to be the best for your current situation. If I don't sell it, I'm going to try and send you to somebody who does. And the, the end result, whether I sell you the stuff or not, is for you to have a rig that works. And that's that's and I think people respect that a lot. And at the end of the day, like there's a good chance we might actually run into you. So we're definitely mm-hmm. not going to steer you the wrong way because you'll come back. Yeah, yeah. A good yeah, chance people. we'll run into you at Hammers. It's like you know. yeah, same thing. We always pre- preach here, even just, just treat people how you want to be treated, right? Yeah, so. yeah, Dana. Some dude was all getting fired up. He goes, "Where's Dana at?" And I was like, uh, "Dana's uh, answering phones still." And he goes, "I spent nine thousand dollars on my Jeep because of that dude. Where is he at?" <laughs> he goes, "I need to put a picture to that face." Yeah, that's funny. So, all right, best thing we ate this year. What do you think, oh, Dana? Yeah, I like. I always look forward to because I think it's Monday night. Is is our first night? You worked all day. You're getting into that groove of being down there on the uh, on the lake bed, and I think first night is always spaghetti night, and that's awesome because I need, you know, I, my energy is just depleted, and you know, just get a load of spaghetti and meat sauce, and just Owen Owen tears it up. By the way, huge thanks to Owen Kittreds for for doing our yeah. doing our cooking down there, and running running the kitchen, and it's uh, or the kitchen the easy up with tables, <laughs> you know, and the uh, and the grill there. But dude, we eat like kings on the lake bed. I tell you what, it's it is. I swear, nobody goes hungry, and you get good food. What was your favorite meal, Dan? I'm not going to lie. Like, Owen did a pretty good job. I like the Dan burgers. I like Owen's breakfast. I really appreciate French toast out in the di- in the wake bed. It makes me feel real special. Yeah, the French yeah. toast is good. <laughs> and then... It's ciabatta bread. Yeah. It's pretty damn I, good. I, he, every year, he brings up the ciabatta bread. We, ha- we have to have ciabatta bread. Hey, it was <laughs> that's like, that's it how he does serious. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's Owen. Dude. I expect it every year. Turned out good, and then uh, Caleb Ta- Taco Tuesday. We had plenty. Oh, I forgot of, had, about Taco Tuesday. We had plenty Tuesday. of Modelo. We had some. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the funniest part. So it's like four o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. We're getting ready to leave. Uh, I pull all my stuff out of the back of my car. Zach's pulling up. I pull out my twenty-four pack of Modelo, and he shows up with two eighteens. I'm like, my man. We're, you know, yeah, we're on the same page right here. And they the got bar. their lime juice to go with it. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. squeeze bottle. And I was, I was the typical Koh. Uh, patron or you know 
all right, time to go to the fire. And you're shoving cans of beer in every single pocket you can. You know, I'd try at least to have a six pack on me at all times. Yeah, just no, be, you, you learn so much a little, about a your holster clothes. for the, yeah. <laughs> How many beers you can actually fit in your jacket. Fitting you know? them down the sleeve. Yeah. And then and you, I had, if you keep going multiple years, you start picking your jackets based on how many beers you can bring with you in said jacket. Yeah. Mike's, Mike's <laughs> planning on bringing his, his specialized ski jacket next year that can hold literally a, a full 12 pack and tall cans in the back. Like it's all insulated. And he's like, all right, I'm oh, bringing this awesome. next year. I'm just bringing a thermos next year full of water moccasins. So. And into water mox. Hey, man. You want to you explain, explain to people what yeah. those are? What's yeah, a water mox? I don't, mock, I don't know. Water, yeah. What? Uh, well, you got to go to the Valencia Club over in Newcastle? Penryn. Penryn. And ask for a water moccasin. You won't be disappointed. Stephen O'Neill introduced it to me, and it's pretty much the only thing I'll drink now. You know, I used to work there. I used to make those. I know. They're freaking what delicious. Why don't you describe it, Morgan? I see. I haven't worked there in four years, buddy. But uh, I called the dorm. Your the bar, dorm room, like bar back there, bartending. Yeah, too. a little bit of bartending, but started as a bar back, and that's actually how I got this job. Um, at the time, I was in South Sac. You know, we're going to take a detour here on King of Hammers, but uh, as far as how I got this job, uh, I was doing bar backing up there. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, customer service in that. Yeah, that and bartending. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say there's a bunch of rough stuff guys that go to the Valencia well, Club. That's, well, that, that, that's what happened. Is you know some yeah. guy with a with a rough stuff hat came in and I I asked him about it because I've been a customer here since high school, and uh, he goes, yeah, you know, and you're actually working really hard right now. Like you, you want a job in shipping, and then you know started in shipping. Two years later, I moved up to sales and been there, been there, been in sales two and a half years now. So, but anyway, water moccasin should be. Should we tell anybody oh, or should we keep it a secret? Because I really like having a secret. That's their drink. You know, if you want if you want a water moccasin, you go to the Valencia Club, <laughs> see uh, see my friend Jonathan and Doug. And, uh, it yeah. tastes like peach sugar syrup. No, no. It tastes mess. like peach Arizona. Did you guys get any, um, what was that stuff that Tyson used to bring down? Oh, the, uh, oh, moonshine. moonshine. No moonshine. No, no, dude, no we moonshine haven't had moonshine year. in two years. You know how annoying that is? <laughs> like, seriously? You don't need any more. <laughs> no. Come on, Tyson. He used to, like, they used to get, like, freaking crates of it right yeah. oh no yeah. he, we i think the first year i went we had over two and a half gallons of moonshine and i think we only had a gallon i think we had a gallon left when we came home well we had like, a gallon in seven lot. mason jars but you know that was the that was the year of the of the belly flop contest so i remember standing, oh, that was awesome remember standing, that? <laughs> standing in the crowd with dan vance here his first year at hammers and we're watching the the drunk dudes almost break their necks jumping off of the uh i think it was KMC. a kmc trailer wow, a king trailer or something great, yeah. and so i, I remember got that video and that that uh dude, that the, moonshine was so sweet that daniel's just chugging and i was like dude this guy in the morning like because my first year <laughs> a little little backstory again um i am i am basically quote unquote in charge of the morning setup getting the generator or organizing that i don't do it all by myself but i'm kind of like getting the guys up getting the generators fueled and the reason that that is my task is my first year at hammers <laughs> i got right. absolutely obliterated Shit house. uh yeah, just absolutely shit. I was drunk and then decided to make tacos at three o'clock in the morning on the grill. And like all this extra flavoring was going to go in my taco because I scraped it all off the flat top. So the next morning, <laughs> just I just drunk, wrecked man. till at least noon or one. Thank God the motorhome toilet or the bathrooms are, are so small because I could throw up in the sink and poop at the same time. <laughs> it's just absolutely, it was absolutely horrible. So that's the reason that I, A, don't drink any hard alcohol in the lake bed personally. I just drink my beer. 
And that's also why I'm in charge of the morning operations. I need to get up on time. Permanently punished. That's awesome. I, I remember that. I remember you just being oh. super hungover. You're like, I'm really sorry, man. Won't and, happen again, I promise. And, and, yeah. and, it, and it hasn't. And, but, you know, and the other thing is everybody's coming in. And now I know better. I was pretty young back then. But it was everybody's coming in like, dude, just slam another beer. That's what you got to do to cure this. Just, just slam another beer. You'll be good as new. Probably heard that like 30 times that morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... I can't see, man. There's this dude with a full man, like these huge chops, like huge chops. And like mutton chops, right? Oh, it was insane. He had a badass mullet. His neck was never cold. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that dude, I don't know how he didn't win, but yeah, that belly flop was pretty awesome. There was, there was some, there was some chick that maybe weighed 70 pounds soaking wet that tried to do it and put a tiny little splash out there. And then there was the one that was about four feet tall lying down that tried to do it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, that one too. But yeah, Hammers is, Hammers is a definitely an experience. If you haven't yeah. been there, you need to go there. But personally, the only way I would ever go is if I was working in the day and then partying at night. Because during the day, it's too sunny to be doing anything for me. That's his personal. Yeah, no, we have a great time. We make the, we get the most out of our days down there for sure. Cause it's trying, you know, everybody else down there is on vacation and we're doing, we're doing all this hard work every day and we try to get our slice of pie at night and, and try to enjoy as much of that, of that nightlife. So I remember going out with my, uh, oh, you know what? We should talk about Caleb, my buddy Caleb or the, so Caleb that works with us. And then my buddy Caleb that met us out there is the, uh, uh, runs the meat yeah. department at UC Davis, and I oh, love camping man. trips with him because the tri-tip, he brings out a ton of different meat. That's all grown in Davis, and just eat, man, we'll feed anybody. That, so he brought over his, he smoked some tri-tip for us on our last night, brought that over, feeding people as they walk by, feed everybody at camp, and like I had to ask Owen very nicely to kind of hide, you know, Caleb wanted to do this, and we kind of had to hijack dinner Thursday night away from Owen, but man, it paid off. We It was just amazing i don't think owen complained one bit i think oh, owen no. was more obsessed with the meat than i was yeah. like i was dude i almost got sick because of how much meat i ate that's the way to yeah, do it that though. Was bomb. <laughs> well, we hey man it. eat beef <laughs> He's eating so much meat now uh, we yep. ended up going out to uh back door on one of the quieter nights and Caleb was hilarious because he had this uh, onesie that he got at Walmart. That he was a bald eagle, you know. That was just it was a, a onesie bald eagle. He put the the, oh, the, the Trump the, one. The, no, it was just put the hood over and it's got this little beak on top and everything. Oh, and it. he puts yeah. the he puts his arms out and there's wings underneath it. So it's hilarious because Caleb has a, a lifetime of wheeling experience. So we're drinking beers at back door, watching people try and get up it, and you kind of have to go up on your left side. And then, you know, obviously rear rear steer rigs make it easy because you can shift the ass end over and get traction again. But uh, it's funny because, you know, a guy would try it for a little bit, start spinning tires and, and burning them up and whatnot. And then the wise old bald eagle would get down there with his with his Coors Light <laughs> and tell him how to do it right, you know. <laughs> so there was a guy in a TJ that... Uh, uh, that's why he had problems. Well, <laughs> Sorry, man. He'd, he'd be going up and basically ended up, the wheelbase was just not set up uh, properly for that particular obstacle. So he, he ended up pogoed back and was like, all right, this guy's going to go end over and backwards here and just flop over on his roof. But no, he'd, he'd pogo back, all the wheels would come off the ground, he'd just land right on the back tailgate, basically, on the rear <laughs> stanger, just perfectly straight up. Bad part is he didn't shut it off. 
So the mm. motor is just puking oil out the main seal and giving a smoke show. But that was kind of fun to watch because we, you know, everybody'd push him back onto his wheels and he'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a where people's at. Like I know in the past we've had because again it can get pretty stressful down there. But as far as the people uh, coming get their stuff welded from you guys attitudes how were their attitudes this year oh man it was probably the best year yet. i, I like, was gonna mention that earlier as we had just nobody got in our face about stuff you know yeah. there was just a couple people that it's never going to be good enough you know it's yeah. hrew tubing it's not dom sorry it's free you know <laughs> but uh you know beggars can't be <laughs> beggars can't be freaking choosers right but but hey you know i think everybody had a good attitude and nobody you know a couple of race teams obviously are always rushed but yeah, I think high nobody, pressure no, situations. But, but nobody was uh, overly bearing or, you know, the most annoying fixes were the guys just floating right over your shoulder the whole time. And I, I had to tell one guy, uh, just like, hey, dude, uh, this is this fix is going to go a lot better if if you just take a walk for a little bit. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, hey, I, I'm going to do better work when you're not hovering over me and, you know, just stressing me out because I'm, I'm checking my shoulder. So, you know, and that worked out. So Was that, was that Dan? No, that was, that was a vehicle owner, but Dan too. He's he's following you around yeah. to wait for a time when you're not grinding or talking to somebody else, so he can say, "Hey, can you do this real quick?" Yeah. <laughs> and Dan means every bit of well. Yeah. Totally, so yeah. it it you can't be mad at the guy. Yeah. You really can't. Like it's like, dude, come on, and then you sit back and you're just laughing. Like <laughs> it's not describable. Every every moment, like I'll be I'll be running a weld and. Next thing you know, he comes up and spooks me, and he's like, "Hey, can you do this?" I'm like, "Dan, I'm I'm kind of welding right now." Like, <laughs> we, should get one of the, we should get one of those ticket things from the DMV, you know? Oh, oh my like, god, pull, yeah, pull, pull number. Yeah. This is genius. Push the number. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's there's no organization to that. Dude, I bet yeah. we could probably get a bunch of deli counter tickets with Caleb. <laughs> we, he we, totally has that. I don't think UC Davis works that way, but uh, <laughs> but yet, I don't. I don't think hammers, at least at our pit, I don't think it can work that way. No, I, I was just yeah. joking. No, uh, like, but still, it will, it, it's, it's, it, a, it's a funny yeah. theory, but man, there's so much chaos. There's like, yeah. there's no order. And there's so many, there's a lot of fast fixes and there's like a bunch of mm-hmm. long fixes, which slow a little. Like, hey, down, you so. know, people that r- leave their rig there for half a day because it's going to take that long to, yeah. to pull the axle back into place. And uh, those ones are easy. Those ones are stressful. You get burnt out. Like you're just tired of working on it. And like sometimes, like I remember working, doing those types of builds and it was like, I just need someone else to come over and help me for a little bit, just so I can. Yeah. Well, the ones out. where you're already oh, you're already super beat, yeah. and then they they bring in this thing that's just absolutely destroyed, and you're already beat, you're already tired, you're looking forward to the end of the day, and they bring this, and you're like, "Fuck me!" <laughs> just, cool. Here's another three hours. Yeah, there's. It was like that spider track housing that had that huge dent in it, dude. Oh my god. Oh, last year. That was the longest repair. I spent more time on that than I have doing a lot of my own projects. It feels like. And it was just constant. Trying yeah. not to take breaks, taking care that, of it. That's the one you did on the flatbed, right, last year? Yeah, where I replated the whole entire house. I didn't cut anything out. I tried to hammer it out, but the sledge wouldn't fit in there. So I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't hammer it out. thought about making a, sled, a slide hammer with a rosebud, but and it didn't work. So we just plated over it, and then he ended up cracking the faceplate. Had to redrill and tap the faceplate out there. That was that was a nightmare. That's right. That was the same housing, huh? Yeah, and I couldn't. They wouldn't bring me the third because of the dust, so I had to eyeball it with a lube locker that was completely toast. That was that crazy. was pretty amazing. That yeah, that was last year, but man, that was one for the books. What what do you think was your wildest fix this year? Uh, I don't like, know, you know, it was dude. such a blur, dude. <laughs> I, 
dude, my favorite fix was probably Adam, the dude from Tennessee that drove out there with his Ford flatbed and drove. Oh, you love that guy. That guy was the coolest guy you've ever met in your life. If you needed a tool, he just opened his toolbox. He had every single Milwaukee product Didn't you can put imagine. His flat fender on the flatbed. Yeah, he drives with his CJ7 on on the back of his flatbed, and then he was towing a trailer with like ten thousand pounds behind it. Nice. And somehow <laughs> his hitch grabbed a rock and ripped his whole entire receiver hitch off. And he told me how much weight he was towing. And I was freaking out, and I was like, well, "IDI six nine or something." Like that. He, Oh, it was a 7.3 IDI. It was badass. Yeah. He had like 200, he had a hundred and something, 120 gallon fuel tank in the back of it. Wow. So he drove all the way from Tennessee without filling up once. <laughs> he just transfer tanked it over. Hey, it gets more efficient as you keep going because it gets lighter. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And yeah, welded, stick welded his whole entire setup back on, messaged me on Instagram saying he was home. He's like, I'm not fixing it, made it all the way home. <laughs> <Wow. There's> <laughs> kind of scary. Yeah, a lot of good people that we did fixes for this year. I know there was, uh, I think a guy named Mason worked at Fox. I ended up fixing one of the cracked link brackets on his Jeep. And uh, he was stoked because he was able to keep partying in his Jurassic Park Wrangler for <laughs> oh, the rest. Oh, that was the Jurassic Park, dude? Yeah, he was uh, able uh, to keep badass. it. Badass. You know, everybody's just, cool. everybody's just stoked to, to be able to continue their week. You know, nobody wants to get down there, break their rig, and then that's the end of their trip. And that... That always is because you spend a ton of money down there. You spend a ton of time prepping. You know, we do obviously, but just the average Joe going down there, you know, towns, you know, hour, two hours away or whatever. And it's just, you know, you're out there in the middle of nowhere. And if you break on the first day, we're, we're kind of your saving grace. Well, yeah. S- Stephen Wolf ended up bringing a bunch of extra stuff down. Some Dan knew some people, made some calls and brought more tubing down and did some dudes steering links whatever we need a longer two inch 250 wall it was a it's pretty hectic it's yeah. pretty wild and helped a lot of people out and everybody's really thankful even though some of the races are in a rush they were still you know even you, you we all know that they mean well and they're just they're pissed off stressed out exactly not worrying they just spent a whole year prepping this rig taking time away from their family and their job yeah. and may not be able to race and they were all pretty cool about it at the end of the day and very thankful yeah, this year was definitely the best, even as far as like the super high stress situations with, you know, race teams or the dude that's got to drive, you know, 2000 miles to get home in that rock crawler that I just blew apart. You know, <laughs> everybody was super cool this year. It's pretty nice. What was up with the fix while rigs were or race cars were in the tech line? What was that? I didn't get a, I wasn't a part of that one. I think that was Greco and Caleb, but what happened? You guys were yeah. doing welding on a housing while the guys in line for tech. Yeah, yeah, pulled out names. the LN way out there. They were welding the armor back on. The armor ripped off, and they were racing. The, they were test running the night before and ripped the armor off on their spider track housing. The thing was worn down. I don't know how it didn't rip off any sooner, but it was, it was pretty bad. And Caleb ended up filling, throwing a bunch of, wrapping oh, up a bunch fill, of wire. Filling a gap. Yeah, but, oh, he, yeah. Yeah, but he took a freaking 10 feet of wire and... <laughs> Put it up in like in like a foot long section and just started welding and filling gap. And as far as I know, they they raced the whole race. Yeah. What it was, was up with cool. that one? You said that was dented. That spider tracks housing. Oh, uh, last year. That was last year. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. How'd yeah. you guys fix that? I plated the living hell out of it. Did you did you pop the dent back out or? I couldn't pop the dent out. I got it out enough to where it wouldn't hit their ring gear, and that was and that's all I could do. Gotcha. It, it wouldn't do anymore. That happened to the housing. A long time ago and i we did um we heated it up with a rosebud and then took a piece of a tube 
and like capped it essentially and used it as like a giant chisel almost and pounded it. Took the third member out and and pounded the uh, dent out. Oh, basically inside. a big ass punch. Huh? Yeah, big, and then we played and then we put a, a rib down the center and I, that's like kind of where the rib originated from. Actually, was our from, rib from, oh, yeah. from that yeah. from a damn just housing, and so. Uh, and we've never had a dent like that since, I, I believe, right? Um, as far as I know, we don't have too many warranties on our yeah. housings. And then, uh, yeah, so that yeah that fixed it. And then we, then we played, did armor on it, obviously. Yeah, but. it was it was a lot of a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot, and it was it was hot last year, from what I remember. I, I remember sweating a lot yeah, doing year. that one. I think last year was a lot. Yeah, that was a long fix and a lot of wind too. The, the winds, so wind, wind was definitely not. It was an issue this year. It was not near an issue like it was last year, because last year you couldn't do, you couldn't even tack something in place without having somebody hold a blanket for you. This year, it was a lot easier. On certain fixes, I didn't need a blanket because I was up inside the frame rail or something, pretty protected. Uh, another one fixed a blazer this year. That was, this was probably one of my bigger fixes. It was uh, guys brought it in and the axle had broken one. It was a dual triangulated four link in the rear had broken off the upper frame side link on a really fancy cross member. It was on a blazer chassis, could not get, you know, I could get my head up in there to see it because I got a really tiny head. But uh, that was the other funny part of switching helmets between myself and Dan. And he's like, how the hell you put this thing on your head? And really, anyway, there's a lot going on up here. But uh, yeah, I could get my head up in there to see the crack and, but could not, couldn't get the head with a, or my head up there with a helmet and let a go, let alone, uh, a, a gun up in there to to weld it so you know cleaned up the bracket put it up back in its spot where it had ripped off welded the seams i could see from the lower end and that worked out great but i remember just uh and these guys i wish i could remember their name because these guys were just awesome humble super stoked um helped me with everything as far as hitting the bolts back into place like you know just really just good i was happy to f do that fix for them they were just good people um but basically, the last weld, I had to take off the helmet, be underneath it. So obviously, I'm not in any danger of looking right at the arc. But it was purely a blind weld. It was, it was just like, all right, aim the aim the tip where it needs to be, and then just close or basically watch where you're aiming it. And I looked back up there afterward, and it was actually pretty, you know, it ain't gonna be perfect, but it was a pretty decent bead, and it held, and they were able to continue partying, and I was. Uh, that was probably one of my more interesting ones this this year because it was purely just up above my head, could not see where where the arc was, but just you know think about where it needs to be and point it there. Such like a variety of things we learn like at the at that pit. I feel I feel like you know because we're you're you're well you're doing so many fixes that you, you like most people don't see like in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. oh, there's <laughs> oh, a, yeah. No, not the, at all. The keyword is improvised on there. Yeah. It's like and there was a couple of times where. I felt stoked to have previous KOH experience because Caleb's first year down there, he would say, oh, well, I need to do this and I can't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, try these three steps. And he goes, that sounds like it'll work. Like, thanks. And, you know, a couple, I, I felt, uh, felt good to be able to give that advice to Caleb and it yeah, worked out. For sure. Yeah. And Caleb killed it down there. That dude was a yeah, freaking powerhouse right out of the gate mm -hmm. and a uh, great attitude, you know, super talented young man, really applied like a lot of variety of knowledge at a whole variety of fixes even that you know lining up for tech how the um i know we just got hooked up with milestar how, how all that how how did that all happen how did that happen you know i don't uh, wasn't it sema did they contact oh no us that's right yeah so or, and then they hooked us up for hammers like 
Yeah, so I'm I met uh, Martin at Milestar Tires uh, at Off Road Expo this year, actually down in Pomona, and was interested in doing something with us. And I'd heard a lot of really good things about Milestar Patagonias. Um, and yeah, before we know it, we're getting the uh, F three fifty and the work flatbed all decked out. Yeah, he just like contacted you like a few weeks before, right? And he's like, "Hey, how can I? Yeah, can't, right? How can I be a part of? Here you go. Yeah. Set us all up and." New, uh, we got the, uh, not their MTs, but the XT, the stream train. It's kind of like a, one of those hybrid tires now. It actually looks like a badass tire. You know, I'm yeah. not a, you know, I know the Patagonia's work. I'm not a huge fan of that tread pan or just the way it looks, but the XTs that you guys put on the 350, I'd probably consider a set of those. They look pretty sweet. Yeah, they're slick, man. They tow nice, track great. Um, you know, I haven't used them off-road too much of any kind. Oh, we did. <laughs> well i didn't get to wheel the work truck but i guess you did a little bit daniel yeah we were going through the sand a little bit going out to the challenge did yeah you, did you say they're making like a like a ut utv tire yeah they're x uh sxt or whatever uh it's kevlar tire for side by side it's pretty badass up to 34 inch too which is pretty sweet oh nice uh, i definitely want to go set those yeah, yeah. that would be, cool. be cool i think yeah. our tires are done yeah, we pretty much smoked those tires. I think you. I think you pretty much smoked those tires. I, I have smoked the tires. <laughs> hey, we found no railroad railroad spikes this year. I didn't find any. Yeah, yeah. yeah railroad no, spikes. I got to. He went out like just out here on the on the on our, in front of our shop. Just Is that how those. you popped that tire? Yeah, right across yeah. the street, basically. Yeah, he, he brings it back. There's a railroad spike sticking yeah. out of the tire, <laughs> like eight inches long. Yeah. It's the only pointed thing. That happened to me going on Mormon. Field. Yeah, that happened to me too. I was on asphalt and a little bit of dirt went and did a donut in the dirt next thing you know i had a freaking 10 inch long railroad spike in my 33 yeah no it's nice i didn't get to go play too much but uh it's because somebody was hogging the razor all somebody's hogging the razor all the time <laughs> no built up. but uh yeah i don't know i'm sure you guys know as you start to get older you totally value your alone time more and more <laughs> oh yeah i had a great time just smashed through the desert as fast as i could go and then randomly found a uh, cul-de-sac Whip some donuts in that cul-de-sac and then got out of there real quick. And... <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I used to yeah. at, like hammers the same thing. I used to take my Toyota out and uh you'd just be cruising out like all I'd be by myself most of the time. Yeah. Just cruising and be out to, like till two AM. You're like, holy crap, I didn't realize how because we gotta wake up soon. Yeah. 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 Desert's my favorite place to explore. Yeah, I just it's... went up uh over by uh chocolate over there and Watch sunset. Watch a bunch of dudes cut through the desert. Pretty cool, and uh, that was about all my ride. Yeah, we found a, a shocker, a burned down exploder. I mean, I would never understand why it was on its lid, but well, that never happens. Oh no, it probably was running Firestones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we found one of those way out there, past the shooting range. We're we're cooking through the desert pretty good, yeah. and all of a sudden, my buddy AJ. Decided to try to go through a trench, threw, flipped it on and took a little nap, flipped it on the side a little bit. That was pretty funny. Taking a video of him, asking him, yelling at us to flip him back over, but we were all taking videos. <laughs> I think that was great because I was on the other end of that. Oh, I, I yes. didn't receive the text message. Somehow but, it, but, it managed to go through. I don't know how. I didn't have service of arrest. Yeah, so oh, that's there. right. Yeah, so Caleb Zach, showed me. Oh, yeah, yeah, so Zach, so I Daniel sends open. a photo or a video of a, of a razor on its side to Caleb. Caleb's in the trailer with Zach and I back at camp. He leans over to Zach and Zach didn't know it was our razor or not. And he's just showing him like, Hey, check this out. And this is from D Daniel just sent me this. And Zach's going, what the fuck? Where are they? Like, what did they just do? You know? And we're like, Oh, that's AJ's. <laughs> hey, 
fun. <laughs> yeah, upside down and completely filthy. You and AJ actually look quite a bit alike. <laughs> yeah. Funny, yeah. <laughs> well, he had a single seater. Zach had a little too much tequila. Oh, that's right. Yeah, single seater. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't uh, tell the difference. And it, who who got us connected with um, Dewalt? Zach definitely did. Yeah, me and Wyatt, uh, our R and D guy, were at SEMA this year, just tooling around, and uh, saw a giant uh, battery pack charger. You know, like it was like an eight bank or something. How was it twelve? Something like that, or twelve, 12 pack? Yeah, yeah. So we're like, holy shit, twelve pack battery charger. Count us in. Let's go check it out before we knew it. Uh, chat with this guy Nathaniel and. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that a little bit. That sounds like a cool event. I was like, well, if you guys ever need anybody to uh, put your gear to work, let us know. And before we know it, get set up with uh, some pretty spectacular stuff. That's legit. That's super cool. They, they, it's like, it's surprising to me every time people are just like, yeah. And actually, I, I was trying to, it was too late, but next year we'll try and finish it off. But I was trying to get a, uh, like an energy drink company that hook us up this year and just fill up that cooler full of energy drinks for you guys yeah. to just keep us. Yeah, there's a ton of monsters and, and Red Bulls that get slammed down there. That's yeah. the, you know, not many people will fuel. drink a, a Red Bull at 7 o'clock in the morning, but it hammers. It's very common. Too. We have any fires this year? You no, caught on fire, Morgan, remember? Was, yeah, 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 you I caught did, on yeah. fire. And it's one of those damn moving blankets that you're trying to use to shield yourself, and all of a sudden... And that guy couldn't see shit. He, he, he couldn't tell you were on fire either. Yeah, because before he, I know yeah. it, I realize I'm just hitting you in the crotch as hard as I can, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I got to figure it out from here. Yeah. I think just stomp, yeah, you just it, stomp your, it out. You whipped your hood up. And you're like, "What are you doing?" And then you're like, "Oh no, that happened to me too." Somebody was hitting me in the somebody was hitting me in the in the arm. My my I was welding, and they were hitting my welding arm, and I was like, "I'm gonna get up and punch the living daylights out of you!" Like, what the hell is going on? Messing and next thing you know, I pop up my helmet, and the whole blanket's on fire next to me. And the dude that was holding it was slapping the house, just cussing him out while I was welding. Those things, those things melt though, like the Harbor like, Freight man, five dollars, you can't beat it. Well, those Lincoln welding blankets were much easier to use, except for at the very end of the week. You know, if you didn't have gloves on, my hands were filled with fiberglass. I'm pretty yeah. sure my arm still has fiberglass yeah. in it. The leather yeah. ones are nicer for handling, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I've caught a leather one on fire. Yeah. So only not surprised they only catch on fire all the time. I only caught on fire once last week. It's not that big of a deal. You're like a superhero, man. Flame on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, those Lincoln welding blankets are pretty awesome. And then and then we leave uh Friday morning, right? Normally? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yep. the day of the main race and you know, not a lot of business going on that day. We used to stay which it was kind of crazy. We used to stay all oh, the way till God. Saturday because we'd take all the work trucks and put the generators in them and drive them out to each remote pit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sit out there for hours. Remote pit one. And that's what should be and it's still done. No, it, it, we, it took us years to convince Dan not to do that anymore. We used to just sit out there and we'd, we'd repair one vehicle maybe. You know, Daniel, I'm, Everyone's, I know you're all into it. It sounds like a great time. Just smashing Dodge, yeah. Carmel's diesels through the desert, <laughs> Lincoln generators. But uh, no, it was uh, it's cool to be able to offer support. But, you know, if you're at remote pit 2B uh, or whatever, you end up really far one out. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of cars aren't even making it that far. <laughs> yeah, and true. most of those guys are going so damn fast trying to chase, you know, whoever was in the front that they don't even stop. You know? Well, it's not even that, too, but the teams are so much more prepared every year, mm -hmm. right? So, oh. like, why not bring your own welder to the remote pit? More and yeah. more. Like, everyone's going to do that. I mean, I how saw, many how many actual, like, I feel like we did way less race cars this year than we did the year before. Um, yeah. Everybody like I know is like, hey, can we, can we take some plate? We have a welder in camp. Like, I don't yeah. know how many people said that to me this year. Plate and tube. Did you guys yep. see that uh, that one semi truck with the flatbed on the back? And it had a turbocharged Lincoln Ranger with nitrous. 
No, I'm not surprised <laughs> you found it. Yeah. Though, Holy crap. You, if, yeah, if everybody knows about it. Like, you guys got to know about it. I've never, yeah. Was that the 6x6? Six six? No, it, dude, it's a, it's, Peter, a it's a Peterbilt that I think the Vegas Rat Rod Shop built. Huh. Um, You're saying that, like the Ranger had a turbo? No, their their generator has, their Lincoln Ranger generator, Walter, has yeah. a, literally a freaking bigger turbo than I have on my Dodge. <laughs> And it has a shot of nitrous with a hood stack. And like it's stacked right off the back of it. It's freaking awesome. And the whole turbo is just straight outside of it. I don't know if it honestly works, but <laughs> it looks pretty it looks pretty neat. That's fine. I mean, I'd probably own it. I'm sure you would. <laughs> so yeah, Friday morning, slow. So we pack up, head out. How was that? I think this year it took mm-hmm. a little bit longer to get out, but you know, most years. I, well, first off, I think the the main thing was we had trailers already waiting on the lake bed, which we yeah. won't we won't get into, but which was nice. It was that that part alone was fine alone, um, <laughs> but you know most years it's such a clusterfuck and a free for all loading up where you're just throwing everything in a trailer, just throw it in a trailer, just get into the trailer, yeah. and then it's just hell coming back on that Monday and then loading everything uh, at seven o'clock in the morning because we got to return the trailer rentals. This year, we only had our enclosed in the flatbed, so we were forced to really, you know, dial, it really dial it in. And I kind of I kind of put myself in charge of like, hey, break everything down, put it at the end of the enclosed. Uh, my boss, Ryan, here was very efficient in loading the trailer, putting pictures and diagrams of where everything went, which I tried to follow as we put it back together. And it made loadout and unloading when we got back home much easier like it took a little bit longer i think we could do a little more prep at nighttime before next year yeah. or for next year which but we thought we did which well we did you know last year we didn't do any of it everybody wanted to go out and play and this year i think we did we broke everything down um nothing got left out but you know this year as far as packing it in that trailer looked you know 95 percent as good as it did when it left here yeah well on thursday night too like you know we packed a little bit but then then we were shotgunning be- beers yeah caleb never shotgun a beer Caleb yeah. had also never done a keg stand, well, we can't, we just let alone it. been picked up, flipped upside down, and forced to do a keg stand. Uh, we, <laughs> that was pretty know, good. That, whatever happens on the lake bed stays in the lake bed. I, don't, I hope his mom doesn't listen to this. But, uh, <laughs> She's a nice lady. <laughs> She's a nice lady. <laughs> but yeah, so we all learned something out there. Oh yeah. It's a good year. I just, Real good year. Any, any, anything stolen or any vandalism like the previous no, year? No, nothing. No. You That's know, good. we, uh, in the past, unfortunately, uh, you know, we'd have bottles opened up in the middle of the night. It was fun. We'll have tools walked off with whatever. We actually set up a full, uh, thanks to Owen, a full security camera set up this year. That was 24 hours this time? 24 hours security camera. So if you took something from us, we're going to find you. We'll find you. <laughs> we're coming to your house next time. No, it's just, you we're know. Gonna post it. We'll just post it online. You yeah. know, we help we help everybody out for free and they take things away from us. And then if you need to come and get your, your rig fixed and we don't have that tool, I mean, it's kind of kind of karma. Like, Yeah, you're kind of a bad guy. And you're hurting a lot of other people for mm-hmm. no reason. And this is all out of our pocket. No one's getting paid for this. And we're, it's a free event that our company puts on and it's all for helping. There's nothing else behind it. We just love to help the community, the community out that support us and we support them. Yeah. You know, we're super fortunate to get work in this industry. We could, you know, be pumping septic tanks. Yeah. It could instead be, we get to work in the off-road industry, you know, nothing wrong with pumping septic tanks. Good, honest job, but it's also pretty shitty. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's shitter's full, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, we but, can, uh, I could be welding weightlifting equipment. Like, how boring would that be? That would suck. It would be kind of cool, but like... How would it be kind of cool? Get to lift weights. It would be uplifting. <laughs> oh, yeah, Morgan? But yeah, I mean, it's cool. At the end of the day, like, you know, we work in a kick-ass industry. We work in a an industry that's also its own community. You know what I mean? Off-road community is pretty cool. It's everybody cool to knows everybody. Back. doesn't exactly. matter what state. And everybody has, you know, like a a good experience with a company they'll remember and they've definitely had bad experiences with companies that they'll remember. So if we can help people out and kind of pave the way to hopefully maybe one day earn their business, if not, we made a good friend, you know, yeah. and if anything else, we just had a good time out there and helped a, helped a good guy and his family or just a group of rowdy drunk guys get their rig back together or sometimes race car stuff is pretty cool. And it's crazy that, you know, one of my best friends now is he's all over Instagram and every one of his friends pretty much that, Comes to visit him at his house. It is all off Instagram, all in the wheeling community, and they all support all the same companies. And they're they're a big deal with all that. A lot of people yeah. listen to them and take their advice and stuff like that. And they all have a lot of our stuff and support us. It's pretty cool. Is that George? George at Unleashed Four by Four. Yes. Yeah. Right on, guys. Well, yeah. So Friday comes along. You guys drive, get home. What time do you guys get home? Actually. We actually, considering how late we, we left, hauled we, ass we, we made home at a, we got home at a good, <laughs> got home at a great time. I was, uh, obviously we drive past my house and then I get to go <laughs> drive an hour back home, uh, which I think Dan next year we're thinking about, I'm not far from the freeway, we might do a pickup next year, but, um, no, we were up here by 10, 15, I think I was closing up uh, and sending everybody home Sick. and, uh, yeah, got to go home and see my girlfriend and. Yeah, it was great, cool. great rest of the weekend, and then just sleep and sleep. Sleep, sleep and sleep and sleep, sleep and cough out all the dust. Yeah, everyone yeah. got sick after that. Yeah, I'm just traditionally old school. Have my girl and my dog come meet me and pick me up. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty like awesome. Year. Well, is there, any, is there anything else you guys want to chat about? I just want to say thank you to everyone who uh, you know made our lives easier out there. It was definitely our best year yet. I just want to thank our sponsors one more time uh lincoln electric milestar tires rugged radios dewalt ims metals uh raceline wheels and tough stuff overland uh can't do this whole event without those uh, awesome companies that make it happen and uh just want to thank our kick-ass team daniel and morgan caleb and mike definitely uh made it happen pretty kick-ass here and if you do get an opportunity next year to meet owen you will sit there for hours hearing stories and stories and stories, and you won't get tired of them. Oh, yeah. No, literally. Mount, I know Mallory gets tired <laughs> of them. That was actually kind of, that's another thing that uh, was kind of funny about the nightlife as far as like. Yeah, uh, your you know, dad is something else, Zach, man. You didn't Zach expect and, that. Zach and Caleb and I just hanging out in the trailer while Mike and Daniel are out doing razor missions. But, man, just I'd tune out on my phone for just a second and, you know, get back into the conversation and Owen is just on some some rant about some chick he, he met a million years ago and it's like what, what are we talking about right now <laughs> yeah, dude the oil fields are a crazy place oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. are a crazy oh. crazy place and if you ever go through Bakersfield who's that avocado guy you love oh Miguel my boy <laughs> every yeah. year she stops on the corner of this random street in Got Bakersfield Miguel's abuela this year she was really sweet oh Hooked and us up and whoever that avocados yeah whoever that guy was that gave us two Two huge things of guacamole. Thank you. Uh, that'd be Mr. Ed Ab. 
Yep, Edwin, Edwin Abb, one of our sponsored racers, and he actually finished this year, did a fantastic job. Congratulations, Ed. Really stoked. Killing it. Yeah. yeah Coolest sponsorship ever, guacamole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was great for Taco Tuesday, man. It was like, was dude, oh, that was guac- perfect. guacamole that was, in squeeze bottles. I was like, this is freaking genius. I'm yeah. surprised yeah. no one, like, no sponsored. I guess maybe it's just too expensive, but, like, anyone that's, like, self-sponsored needs to do, like, that Talladega Nights, like, cougar with the me on the front, you know? Yeah. That's just, like, yeah. has no sponsors. <laughs> I'll bring a cougar next year. I did see a guy in a, uh, not a race car, but just, like, a buggy. A giant Fig Newton sticker. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a thing. Yeah. I did not see uh, that. Awesome. It was on a single cab Toyota, right? Yeah, all pretty sure that dude's back. up in Oregon. Yeah. yeah, I saw him on Instagram. I laughed awesome. my ass off. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah, that guy. That guy definitely gets my props. But all right, guys. Well, what are we at? Hour and a half. So yeah, I think that's uh, pretty much all she wrote. Yeah, we need to edit. All right, guys. Well. If you have any uh, questions or feedback, definitely hit us up on social media. We'd like to hear what you guys want to hear about, um, or you can email podcast at roughstuffspecialties.com. Thank you. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thank you. Have a good one, guys.